Welcome to Dom and Dragons, a Goats and Dragons campaign featuring Dominic Monahan. Please be warned, this podcast contains adult situations and language that may not be suitable for children. In fact, we try our best to be unsuitable for people of all ages. You're welcome. Welcome back to Burden a muddy spot under the boot of the Gohomian army. If you have a sword, you best know when to draw it. If you have money, you've probably left. And if there's someone you trust in this forgotten place, you hold on to them. We're all just trying to make it here, and maybe we ain't looking too close about what you gotta do to be good in a place like Burden. Welcome back. We're uh, in the thick of it. Uh, so the group um, just had a very nice evening together. Uh, very few fighting. Not a lot of demons, which is always good. Um, so yeah, so the everyone was able to wake up, uh, refresh the next day. You had made uh, the one-eyed beast of burden, the tavern in town, the uh, the place to meet uh, up again the next day. Uh, so Mekek, you get there first. And it's not too long before kind of Elif and Connie and Cryon make their way in uh, as well. It has started to kind of um, drizzle uh, this morning. Um, the streets are exactly as muddy as Burden is normal for. You also don't see the mountain at all. It is entirely overcast. Um, while um, And the, the rain is making it hard to even see maybe where the elk would be below it um so waking up this morning there's this weird feeling you all of a sudden don't have this very scary thing inside of you anymore but now it's just kind of looming just outside the periphery you also have a feeling of uh oh shit the the goholian guard that came here was probably due back last night at some point uh, and they definitely haven't checked in. Um, so as the rain kind of drizzles on you as you're making your way to the tavern this morning, um, and you're wiping the sleep out of your eyes, and it's it was a very hard night's sleep for all of you, you also uh, have woken up a bit anxious. Can we find that old lady... Connie meant it not about killing her, but no, yeah. like we're gonna we're gonna get that uh, that your coin purse back for you, buddy. As you step into the tavern, uh, sitting in the back, um, with a, a large bag on on the table, and just kind of sitting there, um, eating some eggs very 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 slowly, uh, you see the uh, the old woman, and Mekek. You also see Mekek here. Mekek's here. 
I, so yeah, I mean, the old lady's there. I don't know if Connie will defer to Cryon about how we don't want to handle this. Well, I feel like Cryon wants to go over and say, you want those eggs scrambled? <laughs> <laughs> Are they already scrambled, Andy? How, how is she? No, having... they're poached, but... Yeah, poached, yeah. No, please don't scramble. Can I buy you... Uh, can I buy you breakfast? I just recently came into some money. What? With my with my money? Where's my money? Part of it's right here. Mmm. You you did take my money. You're admitting to it. <laughs> of course she did. She's a thief. <laughs> also, she's like she's like ninety. She's like ninety years old. You're menacing like a ninety year old woman. Maybe she should menace old people. Like she's she's just, she's just doing her job. Her job is safe, so she's she's killing. This is a lesson, little one, about perceptions. Even old people can be dicks. <laughs> Do you need it for anything in particular, or are you just using it for breakfast stuff? I mean, it's a good meal. It's more fun than anything here. <laughs> Look, I don't mind buying you breakfast, okay? But I'd like the rest of my money back. Come on, is that fair? I'll buy you breakfast, you give me back my money. How about you try to win it from me, little one? Oh. Or are you too scared? What are we talking about here? Oh, we're talking about halflings and giants. And she puts a, she has a, a cup, and then she puts it on the table. And uh, in the cup are a few assorted dice uh, that look to be carved from bones. Let's do this. McKeck is going to sort of adjust his flower crown. Given the circumstances, this feels a bit on the nose. <laughs> So, uh, so anyone uh, who wants to play halflings and giants with this old woman, you will find in your handouts uh, the rules for halflings and giants. Well, let's have a little look here. Handouts. This takes me back. So, halflings and giants is a game. Uh, basically, the rules are the dealer rolls a d10, or the giant, setting up the target number, or the knee. Uh, and if a dealer rolls a one, the knee, the giant kicks, the house wins no matter what. And the player rolls 2d6, or the halflings, trying to match or exceed the number rolled by the d10. Uh, on double ones, uh, a snake scares the giant away and all the bets are off. Uh, if the player rolls an 11 uh, to 12, or the maw, or the, the mouth of the giant, the halflings are eaten and the house wins. Uh, and the players who hit the knee exactly may split the dice by doubling their bet. Uh, the player may split a second time if they wish to become legendary, and then their payouts are listed below. So, do you want to try this? Sure. So she, uh, yeah, so she puts a couple of the uh, uh, six-sided dice toward you, Cryon, if you want to go first. Yeah, I'll go first. So I go over to, there's a little dice section here. Right? Oh, I see it. Yeah. So I do, do I go down to the D6 is, and then go up to the 2 and hit that? Is that right? You will, yeah. Yeah, yeah, So first is the 8. So this is the knee. So this is what you need to roll to to hit the knee or higher, but you can't roll an 11 or 12. So how much would you like to bet right now? How much gold do I have? You don't have any. <laughs> you will have to ask your friends if if they have something for you. Oh, Connie will front you. Uh, uh, All right. Well, let's let's start off a little. So if you beat this, uh, it'll be a three to one payout. Okay. How much gold did he have that she took? 
Yeah. I had quite a bit, I think. Yeah, you have. I, I kept it in here just in case you. Uh, mm. Yeah. Uh, so you had like twenty some gold, forty eight silver. Yeah. I'll front you the five gold that you that you gave me off of the bodies. Okay, cool. I'll take that five. Thank you. And I'll uh, my my initial bet will be two gold pieces. All right. So you're trying to hit an eight or better with two d two d six. Uh, but I can't not roll a, an 11, an 11 or, 12. or 12. Yep, that's the mouth. Oh, You're God. trying to roll an 8, a 9, or a 10. Yeah. <laughs> you have three target values. Yeah, that's not great. Okay. So bet as much as you'd like, uh, or we can uh, roll again. I'll roll. I'll bet two gold pieces. And two gold? I, okay. So, so I go over to the to the D6 and then over to the 2. And then yes, I'm exactly. Yep. Come on, a seven. Oh. Ooh, a seven is not quite enough. She'll just reach her old clawed hand over and take those two gold pieces from you. Thank you. Anyone else? Yeah. Was that it? Do I only get one go? Oh, please, more if you want. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll go again. I'm gonna bet. I'm gonna bet one gold piece. Well, you can you can see her roll first. Oh yeah. Okay. Which is another eight. Yeah. It's the same thing again. Yep. Right. I'm gonna bet one gold piece this time. Okay. Uh, oh no! Oh no! Another seven. So she'll just take that one gold piece, put it on over here. She now has three gold of yours. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go one more. I'm gonna spend my last two dollars. Two gold pieces. Well, yeah, you don't um, have to. Yeah, here's here's the number. Four. Okay, so this will pay out one to one if you win. No, that's not great. Um, all right, I'll, I'll do the remaining two gold pieces. Okay. An eight. An eight. Easy peasy. She gives you uh, two gold. So I have four gold pieces. Yeah, you're up to four now. Want to go again, little one? You know, I'm gonna let my friends have a go. Oh. If your luck or my luck changes. Who's next? This old crow. Listen, if you have other stuff you'd like to bet too. Doesn't have to be gold. <laughs> Gammy warned me about this. Games like this. Specifically with you playing them, actually. I haven't spent the night with a turtle in a very long time. Just saying. Oh, you like them cloakers, huh? <laughs> Hey, I don't kink shame. Okay. <laughs> Who's next? Tavern Keeper, can I get some ale with breakfast? Here, I'll, I'll, all right, I'll play some halflings and giants. I'll be more giant than you could ever be, old lady. Here. Cry on. Cry on. Give me those three. Wait, because he was, you were left with how four. Four gold? Four gold yeah. pieces, yeah. All right, here, I'll, 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 let me see. You're going to roll a, what's your roll, old lady? All right, here's the roll. A two. two. So it'll pay one to one if you beat me. Pretty good odds, don't you think? Crown, what should I bet? I think should I bet off all four? I mean, I'm a gambling man, so I don't know if you'd be taking my advice, but... All four! Yeah, nice. Okay, you're betting four. Go ahead and roll, Sonny. Two d6s? Yep. Don't roll a snake eyes or an 11... Oh, there's the 11. Oh, that 11. I'll take that gold, because oh, you just no. got eaten by the giant, Sonny. That's four gold for me. 
I'm a bugbear. I don't get eaten no, by no giants. And I'm not going to get eaten by no moving mountain giants either. And I'll have you know that the money you just won in this evil game is Nazi blood money. Enjoy. Oh. Ew. That's gross. Anyone else? Anyone else have anything interesting for for me, Susanna? Or, wait, are you who Susanna? Are you Susanna? I'm Susanna. Oh, okay. <laughs> Elif, what you say? It's been a long time, dearie. Yeah, sure. I'll try a little. Go for it. How much? Let's see. Here's what I roll. Ooh, six. That'll pay one to one if you can beat it. What's the like? What's the minimum buy-in? What's the minimum buy-in? How much can I bet? How much can I not bet? So, what's the smallest amount I can bet? I oh, the smallest amount, uh, a silver, I'd say. Okay, you, you can get a, 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 a five silver, five silver out of this, five silver. Five silver. Okay, five silver is barely enough to get my whistle wet. <laughs> it's because you're an alcoholic. I meant that sexually. Oh, okay. Never mind. A three. I'm sorry. Those five silver are now mine. <laughs> All right. So while while Elif was continuing our, our losing streak, Connie would, <laughs> would kind of go to Cryon and he'd say, All right, I'm getting tired of this game. How about we try to beat her at her own pickpocketing game? What do you think about that? I like that. I like that. If we work together, maybe we'll get advantage on whatever check we have to do. So Andy, did Susanna yeah. specify that there were like, she had other types of things when she was saying that to Elif? Yeah, yeah, there's all kinds of, yeah, she's got a bag on the on the table itself that if you have other things you want to bet, she'd be more than willing, it sounds like. McKeck will sigh and sort of walk over. Oh, Gammy, give me luck. Um, What other, I'm not as interested in the coin but what else might you have oh well let me look in here well i got kitty but it'd have to be pretty expensive for kitty um not a cat not a cat no um i have oh i got some some fine herbs that might be used for a, a potion or two i have um uh some old meat that's incredibly stale and moldy uh, and I have some some good meat that's incredibly not moldy, if you like that sort of thing. And uh, uh, well, uh, two let's just say toys. Uh, <laughs> do, do I see Cryon's coin purse anywhere in that around her on her person? Uh, yeah, give me a perception check. A ten. You're looking. You don't see it. She must have it hidden if she still has it in the purse. Yeah. What's this about herbs? You said. Well, I got some herbs. If you got a little bit of coin to bet. What you thinking? Well, she'll she'll take out and she'll kind of scoop out of the shavings of some herbs out of her bag onto the table. Um, and you're looking at it, and actually, it's a few um really nice kind of medicinal herbs. You could probably make a couple healing potions just with this. Probably a bet of around 20 or so. 20 gold for all of this. McKeck will sort of... Hmm. And let's see, there was the disgusting meat. The not disgusting meat. Yes. 
the... Or if you do a little dance for me, Turtle, I'll lower it to ten gold. Do it, me kick. Eh? Do the dance. Do the dance. And then Kitty? Yes, Kitty, but Kitty is... <laughs> Kitty's pretty expensive. Do the dance. Emphasize the cloaca. McKeck's gonna... <laughs> McKeck's going to, um... <laughs> place the ring of water breathing on the table. Oh, shit. Kitty and the herbs. Oh. Kitty and the herbs. Oh, okay. Well, let's see what you, let's see what you roll before you bet. Hold on. Goodness. All right. Two. Uh, two. This, yeah. If you you put the win, yeah. Uh, she'd accept that bet if you want to do the one for one. Yep. So now you have to beat a two, but don't roll a one, or don't roll snake eyes, or don't roll eleven or twelve. Eleven. Oh no! <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> I don't know. This is this is just to make this amusing, and I don't. I, I let me know. Let me know what you think about this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because actually, I was honestly before I decided I wanted to know what Kitty was. Um, okay. I was thinking about that. Um, could I use either mold earth or earth tremor? To try to jostle. To try to jostle the dice. Yeah. Yes. Nice. And I and I do not want to hurt anyone with right, this. Right, right, right. Give me an earth tremor to make. And the I'll table burn the spell. Jump a little yeah. bit. And I'll yeah. So if you use that spell slot, I'll I'll or. I've already burned it. So. Yeah. Then it's it's uh you can re-roll here if you want. Crown. Wow, she's playing with me, Kek. You see if you can get a look and see if you can see your uh, your coin purse. Six. A six. She goes. I thought that was an 11! Oh, shit, the damn earthquakes around here. Yeah, so many of them. Yeah, fucking earthquakes. Okay, hold on. Fucking earthquakes. Ah. She's looking through her bag, and she goes, Here are the rest of the herbs. Yeah. Stupid turtle. I never did like turtles. As distracted as she is, yeah. can I roll a, a... What is that? Is there a pickpocket check or something like that? Uh, and... Perception, if you want to try to see something. Oh, yeah. Oh, you have to see it before you go and... Probably, yeah. So as she's, like, rummaging through her her pack for Kitty now, whatever that is. A 16. Uh, You do see that she has uh, your coin purse now tied kind of on the backside of her. Uh, And as she's leaned over now, kind of hunched over the bag, she goes... Kitty is one of my dearest friends, so be nice to her, yes. Uh, and she scoops out what is clearly a living thing, because it starts to kind of move, and you hear kind of a... And as she sets it on the table, you see a tiny miniaturized dragon that unfurls one of its blue wings and stretches it out. Uh, it just kind of looks sapphire-like, gem-like almost. And it stretches its head out and sort of... And then just kind of like looks at you and she goes, Well, Kitty, you belong to him now. And if you ever leave some gold laying around, maybe oh, you'll come back to me one day. Until then, shoo, shoo. She kind of pushes it forward a little bit. Uh, 
go all the way if you want. You can now have a tiny miniaturized dragon, uh, which is a pseudo dragon um, in stats, as as a friend of yours. Ooh. Hello, buddy. Uh, and you also take back your ring of water breathing and stuff as well. She's just like, Bleh! stupid tortoise. And she looks at you, Cryon, like just checking her over. She's like, what do you want? Connie's going to try to get her attention to kind of give Cryon an in. Yeah. Connie's uh-huh. going to kind of sit down across from her and he's going to do his best to be like really. Yeah, get your flirt on. Friendly and <laughs> not flirtatious, okay. but thera- okay. therapeutic. Listen, yeah. Susanna, seeing you give away that weird ass cat, i.e., dragon, yeah. reminds me of last night when my unspoken motivations forced me yeah. to give away one of my own winged creatures. Oh, yeah? I know how hard it can be to let go of things that you love, but if you love them, set them free, and etc., etc., while Cryon... So they can feel stuff for you and yeah. come back. For, yeah, right. Well, yes. Okay. Sure. Okay. At this point, Cryon's kind of he kind of fakes like he's got got some some kind of stain on on the thigh of his trousers. Yeah, brushing off some some old dirt or something like that. And as he as he does that with his with his right hand, his left hand kind of reaches behind him and is trying to get okay. hold of his coin purse. So was that yeah, a dexterity uh, check? It will be. Yeah. So it'll be a it'll be a sleight of hand oh, trick. Cool. Um, so real quick. Uh, Connie, go ahead and roll either a performance or persuasion, let's say. Well, we've established that Connie always wanted to be a stand-up comedian, so I'll just do performance. Yeah. Okay. Waka waka. Oof da. Waka waka. Or okay. So that'll help determine then where the DC is set for you, Cryon. Uh she's just kind of like looking at you, Connie, like and then uh Cryon, give me a sleight of hand check. Yeah, so at 12, then she uh, she kind of, like, looks over real quick, and just as your hand is reaching, she just smacks it. Like, no, 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 you got to win that, Sonny. Or uh, invite me back to your place. <laughs> well, he doesn't have a place. You can use my apartment if you want. I saw a play like that once, starring um, um, uh, an elf named Jack Lemon. Uh, it's called The Apartment. That's all. <laughs> Crown's like, but it's my money. It's not your. How are you? It is your money. Yes, it, it is. Uh, no, no, no. Qua- squabble here. You've already bought eggs with my money. You've already yeah. taken some of my other money playing me and dragons. I can't get uh, me and giants, I should say. You can't get um my coin purse back. It's mine. Like, It's true. A bit mean. Oh, it is a bit mean, isn't it? Ah. Uh, listen, you got anything to trade for it? <sighs> Let me have a look. What? what, the, what I just would need something for for old Susanna Duststone. Well, this don't seem right at all. Shut up, you. Well, what, <laughs> so, what is, is 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 it in my character sheet? Any stuff that I have? Sure. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, you'll have a. On your main page there, uh, kind of down toward the bottom, you have uh, inventory oh, or equipment. Yeah. 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 So backpack, your symbol of your monastery. 
Tinderbox. Bedroll mess kit. Tinderbox. Rope. Don't seem fair. Oh, you do have the trap. Yeah, that might. Or the key. What is this? Oh, I have. Do do I have 48 gold pieces and and 26? No, that's that's what she took from me. Oh, man. Is this what Vern was talking about when he said the things never felt quite right in this town? All the crime, all the, all the, all the bullshit. Is that, is this, what is justice? What does it mean to. Have another drink, Connie. (laughs) Calm down. Have another drink. But, like, he's... I would like to suggest that Connie is like, Now you look here, Susanna! I was sheriff of this here town for ten years. I remember. And while at the time I let this type of bullshit happen underneath my very bugbear nose, and while I... And like at the time you like advocated for this bullshit, you did this bullshit, right? You like, you were part of this bullshit. I was just getting to that, and while I made myself have been complicit <laughs> in said actions and behavior, I am beginning to feel the beginnings of what I might call a character arc <laughs> with respect to my understanding of justice. Susanna! Yes. I command you, as the only remaining vestige of justice in this here town, to give back what is rightfully Cryons. It's the right thing to do, and and Hrogek help us. Burden might yet live to be a right place to live. I think that's good advice, Susanna. Give me a persuasion check, or performance, either one. Thirteen? Thirteen. You see her go... Okay, you. For what this town should be one day, I'll give you one more chance. One more halflings and giants! Who's the roller? You don't have to put anything up. I'll give you back the little one's stuff if you win, and I'll also give you this. She reaches behind and she pulls uh, what you literally thought was just a broom, a nasty broom, leaning against the, the side of the wall. She puts that then on the on the table as well. What is that? What is this, a flying broom? I don't know. It's a broom. Maybe it's special, maybe it's not. What do you say? <sighs> Who's going to roll? Maybe not the turtle. He was the hot one. Yeah, who is going to roll? It's come full circle, buddy. It was you and then me and then Elif and then me kick. And is this something that guidance would work for? It's not, I mean, it's up to you. Yeah, actually, I'll let you, if you use guidance, I would let you re-roll one of the dice. Okay, cool. So I'm going to cast that on you, Dom, and then Thank you, you are able to re-roll one if you need to. Okay, let's, let's dance, you old crone. A six. Six. Middle of the road. All right. Can you beat a six? So I need to roll either a seven, an eight, a nine, or a twelve. Or six. Yeah, six, seven, eight, nine, or ten. Or a six, does it? Yeah. Let's do this. And a six is actually ideal. Oh, go. oh no. A five. So can you can You can re-roll the one. So you have a four and a one. So I just go so d6, can, one? Yeah, just now? one d6. So we'll add four to whatever this is now. Here we go. Here we. It'd be the a five. Two. That's a ten. Yes. No, no. That it was is two. Not it was an two eleven d- or a. 
It was two d six. He rolled two d six again. So he rolled so, exactly six. Okay, so a four and a two. You rolled six. That is enough. Yeah. <sighs> she goes ah shit, and she tosses the dice across. I was, I was sweating. I started sweating. <laughs> <laughs> like I was in Vegas or something. She takes a, the bag, puts it on the table. I don't want to see any of you again. Although, would you mind buying me a pint before you go? I'll buy you a drink. I knew I liked you. That was <laughs> kind of fun. But just you now have you now have the rest of your gold and silver, plus a broom and a broom and a baby dragon. We've done all right. All right. In that case, <laughs> Susanna, I'll buy you a drink. What's your tipple? Uh, What's your tipple? Which is which is tit? I'm assuming, right? Yep. Yeah. All right. A pint of which is tit. Appreciate it. That's an old. That's an old. That's an old beer from it. Which is tit. Just thought you'd get. <laughs> uh, so serenade the bartender will come over uh, with the which is tit. Hey, it, Put this it isn't on the there. lady that. No, that's the lady that I met the very first day at the bar, and then I went by. Yeah, like semi flirting, but not really. Yeah, this was the bartender that maybe told Nene that you were here. Uh, you did kind of get that that very first day you were in town. But, she, you know, she's just working, trying to make some money. So nothing evil. You didn't think in, in it. Um, but she brings over that. Uh, she's a, 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 a lizard folk um, person as well and puts it down. Uh, anything else that y'all to be needing? Can I get you anything? I know it's early in the morning, but bar's open for anyone. I don't judge. <laughs> I think I'm good, you guys. I mean, what are, oh, what, all right. what are our plans? I'm probably just feeding bits of my breakfast to Kitty at this point. So, How about I bring over a couple pieces of bacon for the beasts of burden? Appreciated. I got you. And she'll end back. So the, the old lady then gathers up the rest of what's left of her stuff, pounds the beer immediately, slams the drink on the table. Well, I'll be seeing you. I thought you just said you never wanted to see any of us again. <laughs> that was before you took all my shit. No, no it after. wasn't. It, it was right now. I forget stuff. <laughs> and she'll sort of walk out of the out of the tavern. I, I could offer you a Tumble Down's memory supplement. <laughs> <don't know>. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Introduce the dragon to the bird and see if they get on. Do you think they'd be friends? How can we know unless you try? Has the dragon been primarily eating like the meat off of Mikek's plate, or yeah. the like vegetables slash eggs? The meat. Yeah. As as the bacon is brought over, the dragon steals one and goes over to the corner of the table and. I'll sort of pet the dragon. That's a good boy. I don't think I would recommend introducing him to your bird, but it's a very nice bird, uh, and I'm glad that it's a friendship bird. I'm Incidentally, I'm also looking at it, trying to judge if this is one of the, I would assume in McKeck's knowledge, very rare subclasses of bird that are immune to fire <laughs> and explosions. Uh, yeah, give me a nature check. <laughs> 
<laughs> Seven. Yeah, you definitely don't think this would be a bird who was immune to fire. While it may be immune, I might recommend not actively exposing. What was his name? Ernie, his name's Ernie, his name's Ernie, yeah. Yeah, and I the other one was Bert, but they hated each other. They hated each other a lot for some reason. I don't know, there's this whole thing, like, like there are three of them, and the one of them went away, so then they all hated, then they hated each other when the third one was gone, and he said it wasn't like my, 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 um, my siblings growing up, it was different than that, it was different, it was more like a, like a, like a magic hatred, like they have to magically hate each other or something. I don't know, I just totally get it. I wouldn't recommend exposing Ernie to fire on too regular of a basis. Also, as much as I'm sure he's very self-capable, you might feed him occasionally. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it would make him happier to know that you wanted to feed him. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just not sure. Like, 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 have you seen my hair and my ash and my face and my burns? And they're like, like, have you seen my apartment? You haven't seen my apartment, but it's really burned. A lot of things are burned. I burn things a lot. Sometimes I just like halfway up and start fires. I just kind of start fires just like all the time. Sometimes it's not intentional. Sometimes it is. A lot of the time it is. A lot of the time it's intentional. But sometimes it's not intentional. <laughs> um, so like, I don't know. I don't know if I can like keep the road from burning. So sometimes when you're half asleep, you start fires and you didn't think to mention this before you slept at my home and place of employ? No. Why, why would I have? I, I burn my home all the time. It's fine. Crown, you're counting like your money just to make sure the old lady didn't go off with any. Uh, and as you have the gold and silver kind of on the table and stuff, the dragon kind of wanders over, like hops over, steals one of the pieces of silver and sort of hops back. And then it like curls its like wings around the silver and it's just kind of looking at everyone. That's adorable. You're a good boy, Kitty. <laughs> Crime probably does a little once over of the broom. We got the broom well, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you want to check and see if it's magical, an arcana check would do that. Could I also be ritually casting detect magic? Sure. Yeah, yeah. By the way, Andy, Connie has burnt yeah. on him, like under his hat. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. 14. Interesting, Ugh. Cryon. Yeah, you you think this is magical, but you cannot exactly tell what. Like, what the magic is. Give me a minute. Is, the, is, is it a very normal-looking symbols on it, it or a magical part of it? Or? Right, it's got a few, um, what looks to be to you, magic runes on kind of the handle. Um, which leads you to believe this actually might be a magical broom of some sort. Let me know when ten minutes pass. Right. So, so what is a what does your ritual look like for sort of detect magic, McHeck? Um, I feel like most of McHeck's ritual casts involve taking something, even if it doesn't have a material component, out of his flower crown, and then doing something with it. So in this case, he's like he's taken a long strand of a grass out and he's yeah. sort of plating it over and over, like plaiting it, and like weaving it, and he's just sort of doing that and then undoing it and then weaving it and then unweaving it nice yeah so uh after about 10 minutes uh crown's counted his money uh connie's double checked under his hat to make sure that bird is still there um you took a few seeds from from uh mckeck's ritual and you started to feed uh ernie their elf um and uh kitty is just asleep on the table itself um this kind of sapphire jeweled dragon tiny tiny thing 
And yeah, after about uh, after about ten minutes, Mekek, you open up your eyes. You look at the 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 object in front of you. It's glowing absolutely. You can tell. Um, give me an Arcana check because you think you know what this is, but you just kind of want to make sure in your head. Could I get a little help, Elif? Okay, totally, totally, totally. And I'll kind of slap him and give him guidance. Oh, nice, eh? Hey? Nineteen. All right, with a nineteen, uh, you're pretty sure then you know what this is. This is a this is a broom of flying. Hmm. Um, it will if someone sits on it or stands on it, uh, it will be able to levitate them um, up to a speed of thirty feet. So it's it's not incredibly fast, but it is it does fly. But will it go to any height? Uh, yeah, you believe so. There is no. No one is, you know, no one's done a lot of experiments about how high actually it can go, um, because you start losing oxygen and it gets very cold at some point. But the broom technically goes as high as you want it. Yeah, okay. this is what Mekek would probably say. To you. So as Mekek is uh, like shoveling more food in, and you said that Kitty grabbed like a silver coin. Yeah, I'm gonna sort of take like a spare or like a coin purse and put most of the coin in my actual bag, but then like build basically a small nest. Of like copper and silver. Here you go. Yeah, it, it yeah it immediately hops over, uh, and then starts to gather up the coins underneath its wings, and it then looks around very cautiously as if, hopefully, no one saw it do that. You're okay, buddy. Um, like yeah, so that's a flying broom, not a super fast flying broom, but it flies. Seems useful. Yeah, that could come in real handy, Gassy, since we're trying to fly up to the mountain. Maybe. So, now that you've eaten, now that you've drank a little bit, you've calmed down from the night's, uh, you know, the night's long rest, you've woken up with a bit of anxiousness, but seeing your friends here again, um, and dealing with the old lady, you feel a little bit more calm. It's drizzling, it's raining outside, and this is weather you're very used to here. Um, so yeah, what is it uh, you'd like to do? You still need to probably figure out about what to do with the guards um, that came last night uh, that are probably waking up about now. And you maybe then need a plan of what to do next. And, uh, maybe uh, spending some cash, seeing if we can uh, find anything worthwhile in, in burden. Gear. Get geared up. When you say Absolutely. the soldiers, do you mean the, the soldiers that drank the tea the other night? Maybe. Yes, right. Yep. If you wanted to question them or anything, or if you wanted to... Uh, the Again, they were probably due back at their to their regiment last night um, at some point, so that's something probably you'd want to deal with. Craig so, we're having, so we're having a meeting, um, Craig and, is down. and Connie's like, hey, Craig, are you keeping track of these here, what we're talking about in this meeting? Are you keeping track of this or what? <laughs> it's a good question. Hey, everyone. 
just to explain, uh, Craig is the name of the program that we use to record our voices during streams so that we can edit them as separate voice tracks later on for the podcast. Craig stopped working for us during this recording session, which is why, one, we started to panic and make jokes about Craig leaving, and two, the rest of this episode of Dom and Dragons is less polished than usual because we are using a single combined audio track from the Twitch stream rather than separate voice tracks. Ugh, okay. Back to burden. Craig, where, where the fuck are you? <laughs> you tried so hard. <laughs> oh my god, 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 god well, uh, where's Craig? <laughs> Serenade, have you seen Craig? I can't believe Craig would have the audacity <laughs> to leave in the middle of a meeting and not be recording the minutes of this year meeting. Big decisions are being made. Yay. I bet if Craig persistently fails to appear, it may be an issue with the voice server. Try changing the server region and server settings. Eric, <laughs> timed out. <laughs> Hang on, everyone. We're having a technical difficulty that even the fourth wall can't take. <laughs> even the fourth wall cannot defend against this. But while we figure that out, um, how's how's everyone doing? I'm asking you a question. <laughs> yeah, ask ask me some shit. I'm gonna bring in Twitch so I can see what you guys are asking. Insane. Or if you, I mean, you know, Dom too. If if you're interested in Dom and not me, that's fine. That's fine too. <laughs> yeah, feed us your questions. Some we weird got? fucking questions, y'all. Yeah, what do you got? Happy birthday, Rachel! <laughs> it's it's also, Rachel's birthday. Not more of a statement than a question, really. But happy birthday, Rachel! <laughs> Any questions? See, I'm a Pisces. I don't know if uh, don't know if you knew that. Can Dom say happy birthday to me? I think he just did. He did. It just didn't catch up there yet. <laughs> the stream's on a delay. Yeah. Oh, yes. There we go. <laughs> I read uh, your mind, Rachel. Read your mind from the <laughs> Love it. Recap everything you missed. Uh, uh, what are your favorite foods? Thank you. Yeah, recap everything I missed. Just putting a question mark at the end doesn't make that a question. Recap everything I missed? I mean, what are your favorite <laughs> foods is actually. Yeah, what are your favorite foods? Yeah, what do you guys like? I like pickles. Once, this is, once like, all this is over with COVID and everything, and you could go to a, a restaurant without feeling guilty or weird at all, and you want to take your friends, where do you take them? What do you, what do you have? I'm a big fan of buffalo. Anything with buffalo sauce. Um, oh, yeah. I like weird stuff. I'm doing an episode tomorrow on, on the show that I do on Instagram about yeah. pickle vinegar. Because I love oh, interesting. pickle vinegar. Uh, anything hot and spicy or like tart like this is a, a basically like a, a big jug of fresh lemon water. I love that stuff. Yeah. Nice. What about you guys? Yeah, Adam, what do you like? What's the question? 
I was gonna say, you're so, talking to the, the people who are actually like doing oh, tech sorry. repair. So, uh, sorry, I will help leave. entertain the chat while Andy and Galway try to fix things. No, um, I don't need to. You're getting Adam, a lot of. Sorry, I meant Adam. I don't know why I'm getting your guys' names mixed up. Like, I've yeah. known you both for like, you know, fucking forever or something now. But anyway, <laughs> um, we've been getting a lot of Japanese takeout, so I don't actually really miss Japanese food. Otherwise, I'd say Japanese food. Yeah. Um, what do I miss? When you say Japanese food, you mean sushi. Or is there other Japanese sushi food? Sushi and also, like, like, actually Japanese food. Like, um... Yeah, like okonomiyaki. Uh, I miss okonomiyaki, but I can't actually get that in restaurants here. I'm going to make it for dinner this weekend if it turns out Amu, good. Amu has amazing, in Boulder, okonomiyaki. I've never been to Amu. I've uh, never actually, like, I don't eat in Boulder that often. Yeah, it's, it's you know, like, there's the, like, sushi restaurant that's like, oh, popular Japanese food on this side. And then Amu, which is, like, the obscure country food on the other side. It's nice. so good. Go there. Yeah. What about you, Andy? Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, you know, it's man, some good Japanese food would be awesome. Uh, I'm not super picky. Um, what's something we've... I don't know, just, yeah, just go into, like, a deli, getting a sandwich or something. I don't know, I'm so starved for, basically, just human contact of, you know, the, the going out experience again. That Kind of whatever. Uh, what is the definition of love? Oh, yeah, that's man. a good question. That's a good question. I just don't know how to Friend, answer. Friendship without judgment? Oh, that's pretty good. That's how actually feels about fire. <laughs> Unconditional positive regard. Oh, those are all I'm good. stealing that from psychology. Yeah, that's cool. cool. What would you name your pet dragon? That's a good one too. Hmm. Dom is has the closest thing to dragons, probably as uh, as any of us. I do. I have a beaded lizard. I'm confused with the bearded lizard. I have a beaded lizard from Guatemala, which is pretty venomous. Some rattlesnakes. Um. Uh. No, I always wanted to have a uh, like a the more the more potentially dangerous the animal got, and I guess the dragon would be kind of at the at the sharp rim of that. I wanted yeah. to have I, I wanted to call it Kerrang. Remember that heavy metal seventies and eighties Kerrang? Kerrang. Yeah. I thought Kerrang is very metal. metal nice name for a dragon. That might be cool. I like it. Yeah, uh, naming a dragon is—it's—it's it's like naming a kid. You want to make yeah. sure that it's you know it's important decision. Yeah, and they're also um, so noble. Yeah, they're like they so name themselves. Like, I, I wonder if like if you name it while it's a baby and you know it still needs a lot of dragon care and can't just you know hunt on its own. I yeah, I don't know. I probably name a baby you? dragon like Gotham. Oh, that's cool. cool. Right? Did you guys read that that series of fantasy Temeraire, the Temeraire series? No, <laughs> I've heard of it. I haven't read it's great. it. Great. Peter Peter Jackson bought the rights to, to the books, but to, but they never made them into films. It's basically the story of the Napoleonic Wars. So you know, kind of the British Empire versus France for the most part, but with dragons on both sides. So it's kind of semi-historical look at that yeah. time, but each side has dragons. Very cool. That if sounds you like very fantasy, cool. It's very cool. Yeah. Yeah, I love fantasy. Oh, uh, you'd like nice. Temeraire. It's really worth checking out. My ears are sweating. Nice. It's a shame. <laughs> Keep 
such things. What else we got? Uh, DC or Marvel? Uh, good question as well. Uh, Marvel for me, historically. Mm, I, I just kind of didn't get into DC when I was young, and so I don't quite have that nostalgia surrounding DC. Um, so yeah, I've, I've pretty much stuck with Marvel. Probably Marvel for me, just because when I weigh up my... Are you, are you contractually obligated to say Marvel? Or... <laughs> yeah, maybe. But if I weigh up my favorite, <laughs> my favorite Marvel character, yeah. my favorite DC character, which is kind of Spider-Man versus Batman, I like both oh. of them. Yeah, yeah. Probably just Spider-Man edges it. I love Batman. Yeah. Apart from Batman, I feel like the rest of the DC characters... There's quite a few good Marvel characters. Yeah. Like Swamp Thing as well. Nice. All right. I'm I'm not sure that Craig is going to be coming back to record any meeting minutes. Um, yeah. No worries. Connie Connie comes running back into One-Eyed Beast of Burden. He says, <laughs> "Guys, I think the mountain took Craig. It's more important than ever that we get back on track with this narrative." <laughs> okay. So forget about Craig is what you're saying? Well, we know we got to go rescue Craig from the mountain. Okay. I think metagame okay. level, I think we're going to rely on the stream audio um, from Twitch recording. And hopefully, hopefully our amazing editors can get it cleaned up well enough. I think so. I'm feeling good about it. So that actually means on Twitch, uh, all of you, if we start to sound weird or odd or funky, please let us know, because now that's the only recording we're going to have for the rest of this. And he means with regard to how the audio quality sounds, not what we're saying. We normally sound weird with what we're saying. True. <laughs> yeah. Like Adam just presented us with. Yeah. All right. Hey. Well, I, hey. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're back then. Uh, so you, uh, yeah, are sitting around the table. You've uh, got a, a tiny pseudo dragon uh, that is starting its own horde uh, with your copper and stuff. Um, and uh, you have a flying broom, it seems. You kind of, I think the two main things that you were thinking of are what to do with the guards and then what to do about the mountain. So feel free, discuss. Did I get a response back in the tinder box? You, yeah, you check it again. Yeah, nothing yet. No, that part might be broken. God damn or, it, Andy. Or they're not uh, responding for nefarious reasons. God damn it, Andy. I want to go oh. try out this flying broom, you guys. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Did Do you pull, Adam, do you pull out the tinderbox like, while you're checking it right in here? Yeah, I pull it out and I'm hitting it and I'm swatting at it with my bugbear paws. Andy, if I look at that, with detect magic on, is it still magical? No, it is not. Why are you slapping your tinderbox? <laughs> well, part, part of it's that it was given to me by someone who was very important to me in my past. Nice. But another part of it is that it's just crooked damn broken. So we're going with sort of a percussive maintenance idea? Yeah, it's either that or blow into it. What should I do? It's a box. I couldn't you just Can anyone here fix a box? Tinder box. Tinder Serenade box. sort of raises her hand. Serenade. Hi. Not, not just a pretty face, are you? Ha! 
No. You need something? Yeah, can you try to fix this tinderbox? It's magical and it has emotional weight for me. It also. is It is not oh. the first. I don't know about magical part, but uh, I'm sure I got some extra flint here. Uh, I'll see what I can do. She takes it back into the kitchen. Okay. It It's not magic, Connie. It's supposed to be, though. That's the point. I don't think adding some tinder to it is going to make it magical again. Just saying. Maybe if it's magic tinder. <laughs> the burning I met was through tinder. <laughs> through magic tinder? Yeah. I lit up, I lit up, we were both camping on opposite sides of a, a stream, a stream called Titwitch. We called it Twitch. Uh, and I lit up some Tinder, and he lit up some Tinder, and I kind of moved my Tinder to the left, and then he moved his Tinder also to the left. And that's the when we... can only take so much. And that's when we knew... There's somebody on the other side of this Twitch stream. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's a fourth wall break with a mixed metaphor. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's a beautiful story, though. Thank you. <laughs> Makek is going to sort of nod. Scoop up another spoonful of eggs. Okie doke. Ye this sounds very stressful. Can I interest you in an herbal soother? Me? Yes. Herbal soother? Is that for constipation? No. Alright, I'll take it. Excellent. Lozenge? Just sort of pushes pushes, pushes a uh, basically small pack of like lozenges across the uh, table at you. Okay. Enjoy. All right, I'll take one of these here. Unwrap is it? Are these wrapped up? Are they wrapped? No, up? they're basically just in a small box. Well, I'll take one of these lozenges out and I'll pop it in my mouth. Pop. What's it taste like? Uh, what does it, it taste like? It's sort of a wildberry flavor, generally. Fair Probably enough. has honey as an emulsifier in it. Okay. Wild bugberry with uh, what is that? Honey as an emulsifier? That I take. <laughs> Guys, um, if we're going to be here for a little bit, I'd like to go and test this broom outside. Just see if see if it takes off. We're going to be here for a that's bit, a, right? That's a good idea. Also, <laughs> Let's do that. also, Connie shouldn't be on it. He should not operate any machinery for mm, four to six hours. Why do you say that? I'm good at machines. I'm especially <laughs> good when I feel the way I do now. It's okay. It's okay, buddy. Oh, wait, okay. wait. Did we just drug Connie for four to six hours when we were going to go storm the mountain today? No, 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 no. Plan? He just shouldn't operate the machinery for four to six hours. He should perk back up and feel better and call it half an hour. I can ride a griffin. I can ride a griffin. That's not a machine. Put me on a griffin and I'll soar through the sky like in my dreams of old when I was a baby bugbear. Bug baby? Okay. God, that honey is really emulsifying me. Uh, cry, cry on you! You take on the... go check out that broom for me. Yeah, cry on you! Take out the broom just out out front here, and it's uh, again cl a really cloudy sky. The rain is picked up just a tiny bit. Um, 
and uh, yeah, do you do you want to stand on it, sit on it? Uh, you know, I'm going to do the classic. She might ride a, a broom stick and then just kind of try and yeah. do a, a jump of sorts from the ground. Right. I'm not stupid, not completely insane. What, yeah, no um, worries. What would that? What type of check would that? Or is it? Yeah, uh, just give me a uh, intelligence check, just straight up in general. So. Just hit the intelligence itself, not a skill. Uh, seven, yeah. With the seven, it's uh, you. You jump up a little bit, and it it kind of like lifts you up a little, and you're just like, Aah! and you fall over just onto the side, uh, catching yourself in the mud a little bit. It splashes up on you. You're like, oh yeah, I, I feel how this works. It's just it's going to take some getting used to. So it does. It it does have a little magical lift to it. Yeah, it definitely did. Yeah. Hey. It, it was right, not. Cool. It's not quite as easy as the Griffin. It seems. Okay. Cool. All right. I'll come back in. Crime yeah. comes back in, kind of excited. Guys, guys, it works. It did something. I I, I got some. I got some. What do you guys call it? Uh, talk. Torque. Torque. What do you guys call it? Torque. <laughs> we we call it talk. When I say that in the states, people. It's like, oh, the car's got some really good torque to it. They're like, what do you mean, torque? Torque? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to rephrase so it for you guys. guys <laughs> the broom had, seemed to have a, a certain amount of torque to it, um, yeah. but I couldn't I couldn't control it. Um, but it definitely seems magical. So that's a score, you guys. That's a score. Uh, Con- Connie, how are you feeling? You, you got, your eyes are a bit... There you Torque. It's me. <laughs> Connie. Connie, who's, who's talking to me? How many fingers? How many fingers? Connie, oh, little halfling fingers. How I many? Twenty-five. <laughs> McKay, how long did you say until he? <laughs> About half an hour, depending on size and weight. What is the active ingredient in that? Chamomile. Chamomile. I uh, suddenly do feel less stressed about that tinderbox, but still am curious about the progress that that NPC is making with it. You, uh, you hear in the kitchen, clang, clang, ching, ching, clang, clang, and then, oh, shit. Ah, uh, that doesn't stress me out at all. Not even the part of me that still feels grief about the loss of my secret homosexual lover. <laughs> you, the fact that it's secret you keep saying. So this <laughs> so funny. At this point, McKeck is like pulling out a small notebook and I feel like Cryon and like Elif can easily see him like flip through pages. You see a heading of like Tumbledown's herbal soothers and then just a list of races. So, <laughs> bugbear. Interesting effect. <laughs> Appear to succeed vis-a-vis emotions. Other effects heightened. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> You're in the clinical trial for Tumbledowns. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, uh, does anyone else want to try the broom? Um, or or I, I, I talk be... to the guards? And the DM doesn't care what you do, but I would be kind of interested to see if McKeck feels like it could support his weight. He's totally cool with, like, 
try on generally using it, but I just yeah. want to see, like, does it feel like it could support me? Yeah, it, it, Crown, if that's fine, uh, if you don't mind the, uh, him get, having a go. Totally fine. Yeah, knock yourself yeah. out. Not literally, McKay. Intelligence, <laughs> you say? Intelligence, please, yeah. I have a, I have a suggestion. Also, 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 because he had her controlling it, right, right, right? And you know how, like, her engines work in combustion? So maybe if I light it on fire, it make it better, easier to control. Do you want me to light it on fire for you? Should I light it on fire? 18. Uh, <laughs> so you see Makek then bounce off the ground and, and like catch himself and hover there a second uh, and then he just kind of starts to slowly turn in a circle with it and just kind of set it back down uh, Makek actually yeah it, you think you you kind of have this there there are some tricks to it and it's certainly a balance issue then but but you feel you can control it pretty easily and it doesn't seem like it has any problem with my weight it didn't seem so. Yeah, you yeah, you were able to go up, down, feel you felt pretty good with it. Yeah, I'll sort of uh, can I like bring bring it back down after I sort of fly around a little bit. Uh, I'll bring it back down and sort of hand it to Cryon and try to give him uh, any information I gleaned. Sure. Yeah. A couple pointers about like, oh, it, it sort of feels like you're going to lean forward too far. But that's actually about the good point of balance. And Cryon, you're like, oh, OK, yeah, it's interesting. Cool. Um, so yeah, in Cryon, you think like next time you were to try that, you probably have advantage if you wanted to. Some McKechnie sort of, uh, times off. Well, that was fun. Should we go? Yeah, no, should we just go kill those guards now? They seem like <laughs> bad people. Did we have the questions asked them? I don't know. I think maybe they might know things. But also, um, we need to blow up Mare's house. We said we'd discuss that today. Well, you weren't there. But we said we'd discuss that today. And we need to blow up the Mare's house, Mare's house because he's a, um, like a bad man. He's like going to go surrender. And he really wants to surrender himself to the Goholmians. And it was kind of weird. He was saying it really weirdly. Um, but he had a flag. And he's just a bad man. So. <laughs> okay. I see no problems with this. He's been generally poor for business. Bramble pelts a coward. Nazis are cowards. <laughs> Justice has something more to do with mercy than I ever thought in this bugbear brain of mine. <laughs> Elif, I will follow you wherever you need to go on this journey of yours because I understand more fully than ever before that our journeys are connected and that hatred and suspicion are no way to spend this one wild and beautiful bugbear life. Emulsify. Emulsify. Great. Okay. That's what I was <laughs> Great. Okay. Oh, I'm in, guys. Fun. I'm in. I'm. I'm fine with house. Um, I might give this broom another go. So maybe I'll fly the broom over. A little closer to the mayor's house. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Give me a give me another intelligence check, uh, and we'll take advantage on this. So highest of the two rolled fourteen. All right, with that, uh, you're able to uh, get a lot more steady with it. Um, obviously, you feel that McKeck's advice helped a little bit, but his weight was distributed entirely differently. Uh, it takes you a while to kind of figure out, but uh, if you don't, yeah, if you start to kind of fly around and head over to the mayor's house, even it's the wind and the rain is kind of hitting you pretty sharply in the face. But other than that, you feel 
pretty confident about this. Uh, the griffins that were kept over at McKeck's place, um, this might be slightly easier for you than, than riding one of those, um, but you also could ride one of those. You felt confident at uh, that too. Um, so yeah, you get you get a little bit of a handle on it. Um, so yeah, whoever wants to keep the flying broom, uh, put that in your inventory. Put it in my inventory, sure. Uh, so where are we headed right now? If we're you kind of all of you see Cryon sort of take off around, just kind of going around the town and through the streets a little bit. I'm probably at this point just going to follow Elif because Elif seems like she has a direction that she's going. Uh, and I think that that's in the same direction as like flinging Nazis off of things. Um, <laughs> uh, and I'm probably actually McKeck has now finished taking notes. He's pretty sure on Connie um, and is just sort of interacting a lot with uh, Kitty. Um, first thing yeah. asking Kitty uh do you like the name Kitty? Uh, you're ta you're speaking to animals with it. Uh, I, I would I would or, flip or just trying to like in your normal voice. Yeah, I would like, flip between either of them. Kitty. Yeah, yeah. Um, it sort of like kind of cocks its head at you, doesn't seem to quite understand, and then kind of goes. Ah. Ah. Is this a better name for you? <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> I'm going to start concentrating on sp or ritually casting uh, speak with animals. As we... Sounds good. Yeah. As you kind of walk, you're just kind of concentrating on that. Uh, then Elif, I guess, where are you headed? I guess I'm heading to the mayor's house to burn it down because my party is allowing me to do this. <laughs> to lead. So... Yeah. Uh, so you get out into the street um, and... Uh, you hear kind of a crack of, of lightning, uh, the roar of thunder. There's a storm approaching, getting getting a little heavier. And again, you just feel that mountain sort of off in the distance. And you kind of look sort of east, southeast of town-ish. Um, and you you see all of a sudden that there's... It, it actually probably wasn't a crack of thunder that you heard. Because you now see black smoke coming from just the southern tip of town that disappears very quickly into the clouds, but it's definitely started on the ground. And then you hear another <laughs> what sounds like thunder, but what you see is a flash of red light and another big plume of smoke. Some other kind of explosion seem to be happening. Somewhere near the prison, it looks like. Now where are you going? It's gonna start running over there. Oh, son yeah, of a bitch! Investigate. Sounds good. Yeah, all of you uh, and Crown on your on your broom. Uh, the rest of you are making your way down uh, to where the prison is. I'm gonna go up high. I kind of. Yeah, you start to go up high. Yeah, very good. Music's changing, guys. Uh, so you're rushing through the streets. Uh, you get over to the prison. Um, you see one of the walls of the prison and part of the roof gone. Smoke and cinders are all that's sort of left that you see there. 
you see one Gaholian guard uh, that seems to have been one of the prisoners in there kind of stumble out and then fall straight into the mud, um, lifeless. Uh, you then um, also see coming out of this smoke an armored figure very large as it sort of stands up to its full height it's it's maybe 15 20 feet tall you see six gigantic legs protruding from this armored humanoid figure and a giant tail with a large stinger on the end imagine a centaur but instead of the cute horse part, there's a scorpion part. And it's very large, wearing some red and white uh, of the Goholian uh, uniform. And as it emerges from the smoke and it lets the rain kind of sl slash on, sl slush onto its face, uh, and then it, <laughs> that's a word, and then it sort of looks down at all of you and then you hear a familiar voice. One of the, the deep German accents from the guards from the night before. What are you doing? There is time for blood. And the time is now. And I think that's where we'll end tonight's episode of Dom and Dragons. Damn. Hey, uh, so scary, dude. that's going to be a scary thing that you'll have to deal with next time on Dom and Dragon. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, hopefully we were able to recharge your batteries just a little bit uh, to go out there in, in the rest of the world. And we look really forward to, to seeing you next time. Um, thanks for checking us out. We love you all. Stay safe. Hang in there. And from all of us on Dom and Dragons, we wish you an excellent evening. Good night. Good night, everybody. Bye. Bye, friends. This has been Dom and Dragons, presented by Helpful Goat Gaming. If you enjoyed what you heard and want to hear more, check out our main Dungeons & Dragons campaign, The Fates of Rin, right here in the Goats & Dragons podcast feed. You can also check out our other podcast, Helpful Goat Presents, where we play one-shots, shorter campaigns, as well as have conversations about D&D and role-playing in general. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at HelpfulGoat. And if you want to hear us play live, you can follow and subscribe to us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash HelpfulGoat. You can also chat with us and other Helpful Goat fans in our brand new Discord, or donate to our coffee page to help us keep creating content by clicking the links in this episode description. And last but not least, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, or Stitcher. We are a small independent game design firm and would really appreciate the support. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.